Celtics collapse down the stretch again. Jimmy Butler has one thing that the Celtics stars don't, and I'm not talking about Grant Williams getting in his face, although that was something I'll talk about right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, gapping up the truth on the sideline. Rainy J's, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day, and I'm here for you every day, even on this, a bonus day, Saturday, sixth podcast of the week after a 111-105 loss in game two to the Miami Heat. If you're a subscriber, you get the show directly to your device. If you're not, open up your favorite app, click subscribe. And there you go. Very simple. Do the same on YouTube. Ring the bell. Get notified when I drop videos. I'm John Corrales. I used to play back in the day. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Celtics are down 2 nothing in this. And yeah, I'll get to, let, let's just, I'll get to the Jimmy Butler stuff. I want to end on Jimmy Butler, what he has that the Celtics stars don't. And I think you kind of know where I'm going with that. But the Celtics had their opportunities here. Again, as usual, uh, they started out slow, but uh, they closed the the first quarter strong. They started the second quarter strong. They got a 12-point lead, and then Jason Tatum hit the bench. Boom, Miami makes a run. Jalen Brown was not good in this game. Uh, He could not carry these non-Tatum lineups. Uh, Third quarter. Tatum goes off. They go on a 24 to 8 run, but they only go up nine at the end of the third, eight at the end of the third. And they were up nine with about 637 to play. And the Celtics got outscored 24 to 9 after that. So I I think there were two turning points in this. In this game, obviously that 24 to nine run is a big one, but at the end of the third quarter, the Celtics were up 11. Marcus Smart hits a three. They're up 11, 239 to go. And I, I think I tweeted out or I, I, on my Boston sports journal live blog, I, I made no, I said, this is a critical time. This is, this is a very important time in this game. They had just made it 11 smarts, smarts, three pointer goes in they're they're starting to like really put together this run and i said close strong you got to close these quarters strong if you can close strong then you go into the fourth with a real chance to win this game and what happens one some some bad luck where robert williams blocks caleb martin and the ball goes right back to caleb martin so, uh, you don't see a guys get their own block shot as often. Uh, so th- there's bad luck there. Then there's bad defense where Martin gives the ball to Jimmy Butler and then relocates into the, you know, just ju- j- 
jumps into the corner and nobody goes with him. Malcolm Brogdon goes up to the top. It's a disjointed mess. They leave Caleb Martin alone. Boom, three-pointer. And then you get sloppy after that. Two turnovers. And all of a sudden, 11-point lead down to six. And it ended up being eight heading into the fourth. But up 11 with 239 to go, you push that to 15, 16, 17. That fourth quarter takes on an entirely different dynamic because they sat Jimmy Butler to start the fourth quarter. And Boston pushed the lead up to 12. So if that lead is 16, maybe Jimmy Butler doesn't sit at the top of the fourth quarter. you know, Or or if he sits and you push that lead to 20, maybe he comes back sooner and the game flow doesn't go the same way. So at the end of the third quarter, that, that that's where this game really, truly was, I don't want to say lost, but that's that's the biggest missed opportunity. It was lost, obviously, at the end of the fourth quarter when they had a lead and they just completely fell apart down the stretch again. Jason Tatum didn't get any, didn't make any field goals, although... In the fourth quarter, he did, uh, he, he did again, just like the last game, he did get to the free throw line. He took five free throws. He did have three assists. So it's not like he did nothing, but he was also 0 of 3, and all of them were three-pointers. And if he hits a couple of those shots, things change, right? And if, if he hits one of those threes and it's just one of the opportune three-pointers, uh, good timing, things change, right? Uh, Jalen Brown, one of five in the fourth quarter. So you can't you can't get eight points combined from Tatum and Brown down the stretch when that's what you just looking at. Duncan Robinson gave them eight points in the fourth quarter. They were outscored thirty six to twenty two in the fourth quarter. And I'll be honest with you. If there's one enduring image from this game that really doesn't sit well with me, it's it's Duncan Robinson getting backdoor layups. What are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Give and go, backdoor cuts, just outworking the Celtics. And this is this is where you really start to feel like do, do these guys really get the gravity of, of what this series is because Miami is just flat out outworking the Celtics. That's, that's like the number one takeaway from the fourth quarter is Miami worked harder and it's, it's not as simple as saying they wanted it more, but it's hard to look at what the Celtics have done over the past couple of days, past couple of games and say that they really, really want to win this series when when we say Miami wanted it more, it really does look like that. You tell me how the Celtics look like a team that that want to win. They've they've they're now four and five at home in the playoffs. They have a losing home record in the playoffs. They blow big leads. They collapse in the clutch. How is that a team? that actually cares and wants to win. It their attitude is just 
so casual. It's mind-boggling how casual their attitude really is. And and it's one thing to say, hey, not everybody's fiery, right? Not everybody's Jimmy Butler and he's got that big burning passion. Not everybody is a big screamer and yell or anything like that. You Kawhi Leonard is quiet and all that. But but aside from the injuries, guys like Kawhi are are like silent assassins. They're still killers. The the thing that stands out is Jimmy Butler's, for lack of a better term, and I hate using this term, swagger. Jimmy Butler's confidence and attitude on the floor is just unmatched. The Celtics have a ton more talent. I I look at this game and I still see a team that when they want to turn it on, they do, and they go up by 12 and 13 in a blink. But when it comes time to reach back and find that next level, like Butler and the Heat did at the end of the fourth quarter, the Celtics don't have it. And my question is, I guess, do they not have it because they're too tired? And is there is there a conversation to be had here about how many minutes they played in the regular season? Is that the conversation that we need to be having? Do they not have something in the tank? Do they not have something in reserve because they're too tired to find something in reserve? I don't I don't necessarily think that that's that's the case. I think with the Celtics they they're 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 dancing on the edge of a razor blade. Right? They they have it's, it has been a, made abundantly clear in this series. And and it's been made abundantly clear before this, but this is you're you're really shining a light on this. Celtics have one way to win. They don't have there was a stretch at the uh, in December or January, December. Remember after the OKC loss, they had a a, a road trip, they went to Dallas, I forget where else they went, and they started winning in different ways. And you're, I was like, okay, this this is actually important. The Celtics can win these these games in different ways, and if they keep if they continue to win in different ways, this this will be really good for them. But that kind of went away. There's really only one way for the Celtics to win games, and that's by hitting three pointers. And if they're not hitting three pointers, they're not going to win. They can't find another way to win. Every bit of their essence, their being, is wrapped up in hitting three-pointers. And in this game, they didn't hit their three-pointers. They were 10 of 35. They shot 28.5%. They still made one more three-pointer than Miami. So it's not like Miami had this big outlier shooting performance. Boston took and made more three-pointers. They took and made more free throws. But Miami got 92 shots, 92 shots to Boston's 79, and they made five more. Boston shot better, 46.8% to Miami's 45.7. Celtics had 15 turnovers, and they gave up 11 offensive rebounds, and that translates to 92 more shots. That's effort. 
effort to force the turnovers, effort to get to the offensive rebounds, and by taking more shots, just simply taking more shots, even though they shot a lower percentage, they were still able to hit enough to make a difference in this game. But the Celtics, 10 of 35 from three, shooting 28.6%. They're just not going to win that game. Whereas Jimmy Butler has this thing, right? He has this thing that we could talk about Grant Williams and say he poked the bear, but I don't think it's as simple as that. By the way, today's show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. If you want to get some very comfortable shorts, versatile shorts that look great, they're comfortable. They come with a in, a liner already built in. So you can just wake up, throw them on, and you're ready to go. The fabric is stretchy. It's comfortable. Makes your legs look great. I know, dudes, you want to make your legs look great too. We're, we have a little bit of vanity. So you wake up, you put these on. Talk about, like, this is your Saturday, right? You want to meet your significant other's parents. You got these shorts on. They look good. Classy. You can go after that. You can play some golf in them. You can hop in a pool. The fabric will dry off real quickly. It's got the liner in them already. They dry off. You go meet your significant other after that. Grab some dinner. All with the same shorts. They look great. You can wear them everywhere. Meeting, date, hanging with friends. Go to birddogs.com slash NBA. If you enter the promo code LOCKDOWNNBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler so you can look good with your coffee. Check it out, birddogs.com slash LOCKDOWNNBA. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWNNBA. So Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams go, go forehead to forehead, right? Grant, and hey, I'm happy that somebody had the, the, you know, the balls to go out there and go head to head with Jimmy Butler. Here's the problem. And why I didn't like it is that first of all, it's Jimmy Butler. And yeah, you're, you're, he likes that stuff. He's like, he, he wants that smack in the face. He, he does well with that smack in the face. Boston does not. Boston doesn't have those dogs. Boston is not a, that's not, that's not a, this isn't a tough team. This isn't a team that's going to get up in people's faces. This is a finesse team. This this team doesn't want that smoke. That's not who they are. That's not who they are. Not a single guy outside of, okay, Grant did it. Marcus Smart would do it. I think Blake might do it now. But, but when this all happened, Miami got riled up. Miami was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Because that's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler has that in him. He wants that. And they follow him. Tatum doesn't want that. Brown doesn't want that. That's not who they are. They're finesse guys. This is this is two different styles. And the Celtics have so much more talent on their roster that I'm not even all that concerned. I come out of this and I, I still believe that the Celtics can very easily go into Miami and win two in a row. They can win three in a row. This is what I was saying before. It's the same thing as, as you know, Philly. They can go out there and win three in a row. They can whip off three straight wins, no problem. 
and be in control and then completely piss away game six and have to go into a game seven. But this Celtics team, if they're making their three-pointers, oh, they're so awesome. They're great. They have to make their three-pointers. They That's the only way they're going to win. They do not have alternative ways of winning. The Heat doesn't matter. They just want to make buckets. It doesn't matter. Duncan Robinson coming up with 15 points, hits a few three-pointers, but then gets a bunch of layups, backdoor cuts. Caleb Martin dropping 25. What? Yeah, no problem. Just go out there and just keep getting buckets. Yeah, Jimmy's got 27. Yeah, Bam's going to give you 22. They didn't get the same type of production from everybody else, but it didn't matter. They're not they're not painting by numbers. Right? The 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 Heat aren't painting by numbers. They they the Celtics are a paint by numbers team. The Celtics go out there Their entire goal, the entire thing that they do is try to generate, make and take, take and make three-pointers. That's it. Generate good three-pointers, get out there, drive, kick, make those reads at the rim. Now, in the fourth quarter, Tatum and and Joe Mazzulla said afterwards, "When when you run over somebody, you're not making good decisions, right? Somebody was open. And Tatum ran over Jimmy Butler, offensive foul. And meanwhile, Miami's just, hey, is it Jimmy Jimmy baseline? Sure, no problem. Is it Caleb Martin three-pointer? Yeah, sure. Is it is it a backdoor cut? Yeah, whatever it is. As long as the ball gets in, into the bucket, we'll do that and we'll go get the ball back. Celtics are just formulaic. Come down, space the floor, spacing's got to be right. If the spacing's not right, oh, the whole thing falls apart. How many times have we heard spacing was off? Okay. Well, how about how about finding a way to score when the spacing is off? You know, you can still figure it out. I know guys are on top of one another, but some somebody do something, right? Somebody just get out of the way. Somebody make so oh, fine, I'm gonna cut, you know, I'm gonna set a pick. I'm gonna do something, something. No, spacing's gotta be just right. When the conditions are just right, Celtics are unbeatable. When they're making their three-pointers, unbeatable. If they shot 15 of 35, if they, you know, if they're up there in the 40-something percent range, they're unbeatable. Close game when the other team is playing with poise and precision. Miami knows exactly who they are. Miami knows exactly what to do. If somebody's not performing, that guy's out, next guy's in. Kevin Love had a bad game, boom, 14 minutes. That's it. Thanks. Doesn't worry. Doesn't matter. We'll we'll play you again tomorrow. And then if if you have a good game, we'll leave you in. If you're not, well, you'll sit and then Caleb Martin gets 32 minutes. You know, Gabe Vincent plays 40 minutes. Gabe Vincent playing well, great. Plus 20. You get to Kyle Lowry not playing well. Bad game. 17 minutes. Sit down. Try it again on Sunday. They don't care. They just keep doing it. doesn't matter. Just keep going. It's a machine. It's a machine. That heat culture, that, that stuff is real, man. That is real. They are, they are from top to bottom, from Pat Riley to Haywood Highsmith. It doesn't matter. Udonis Haslam. They are all in line. 
So Grant Williams gets into Jimmy Butler's face. They start going at it. That hypes up Miami. They they take their game to another level. Everybody on Boston is like, whoa, whoa, Grant. Hey, 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 whoa. Come on. Come on now. Let's let's take it easy here. Let's just let's just kind of calm down here. Let's keep our composure here. No one's hyped up. Everybody's just, oh no, no. Let's let's just back it up. Let's just back it up. That doesn't fire up the Celtics at all. Grant's doing the right thing on the wrong team. If the Celtics go in to game three and drive and kick and do all that stuff and hit their three-pointers, easy win. Easy win, right? And Miami might help. Like, Miami is on this amazing run, but at some point, they are going to have like at least a game or two where none of this stuff is working the right way. And maybe the Celtics are, are it's because the Celtics are hitting their shots and Miami starts to press and they, you know, struggle, but it's, it's still, it's still like very possible for the Celtics to go to, go into game three and whip off an easy 23 point win. No problem. Game four can do the same thing. They can win two in a row. No problem. They could also lose two in a row, and it would be the one result that I never expected, which would be, would be getting swept by Miami. It's just it's just a matter of, are you making your three-pointers? That's the only thing that matters with the Boston Celtics. They are incapable of winning in other ways. They are incapable. Jason Tatum is one of the best basketball players in the world. That humbly comment is funny, um, but it's true. But he doesn't have that attitude that Jimmy Butler has. He doesn't have that thing that Jimmy Butler has. And what they don't have is the same level of trust. They The Celtics don't have that same level of trust. And you saw it. Why in two games does Tatum not have a field goal in the fourth quarter, two straight games? Because Miami has trust with one another and Boston doesn't. Because Miami is trying to figure out any way possible to score buckets. And Boston is is sitting there with Tatum and Brown and they're trying to figure out how do I make a play? It's two different attitudes. I really do feel like Tatum and Brown play ball the way they think they should. Right? They, they don't just play free. Tatum is an all-NBA guy, first-team all-NBA guy, MVP candidate. So he thinks he's got to play like one. He, I've got to play like takeover guy. i got to be takeover guy because I'm Jason Tatum. I'm the best player on the team. I'm first-team all-NBA. I'm takeover guy. That's my role. I'm takeover guy. But you're not takeover guy. Jason Tatum doesn't take over games unless he's taking over from the beginning or every once in a while he gets hot. Don't 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 just try to be takeover guy. You're not always takeover guy. Let it happen organically. Jalen Brown, not takeover guy. Are they are each of them capable of scoring 20 points in the fourth quarter? Absolutely. Absolutely they're capable. Are they the types of players that can will themselves to 20 point fourth quarters on command? Nope. No, they're not. That's not who they are. Tatum and Brown 
are at their absolute best when they trust in their teammates, they move the ball, they make quick decisions, and they take advantage of opportunities that present themselves. Tatum is fabulous at getting out in transition and scoring in transition. In the half court, Tatum, as the primary ball handler, is, yeah, he's a facilitator and all that stuff, and he had eight assists. That's nice. But he's not the guy that's just going to go and say, hey, I'm getting a bucket on this possession because he's going to try too hard, and he's going to dribble too much, and he's going to dribble off his foot, or he's going to drive into traffic, commit an offensive foul, or he's going to get caught too deep, and he's going to pass the ball directly to the other team. And and sometimes he's going to score, yes, but he's not – He's, I've said it before. He's not Kevin Durant. He's not Kawhi. He's not that level guy. He's not that guy. He's not Giannis. He's not the, I'm going to go get a bucket on this possession because my team needs me to do it. Can't do that on a regular basis. If he's got it going, yes, he'll do it. And every once in a while, he'll drop like the four in a row like he did against Philly. That's, he's not that guy. He'll, he's the guy that's going to drop 51 on you. And he can get it going from the beginning. And he can just, once he's rolling, forget it. Amazing stuff. Boston's at their best when Marcus Smart is the point guard. Or if you want to say Derek White or if you want to say Malcolm Brogdon, that's fine. But Boston's at their best when they have a point guard, point guarding. Tatum and Brown are playing off of that. The ball is moving. It's moving quickly. Guys are making quick decisions, and they put pressure on the defense and drive, kick, multiple attacks, get the ball, either get to the rim, get a get a foul, or drive and kick and get an open three-pointer. That's, at, that's the Celtics' offense at its best. Isolation, if the Celtics, if Tatum or Brown has the ball and they're looking at a defender and you can count to three, then... Chances are, if they're not already going, chances are that's going to end up being a bad play. We've seen it. We've seen it time and time and time again. Boston is still a championship-level contender. Boston can go and win four in a row, or they can win this thing in seven, or they can win this thing in whatever it is. They can do it. They can win a championship. They can beat Denver. They can beat the Lakers. Hell, they might win eight in a row. You know what I mean? Like, that's how good they can be. But at some point, they got to get it through their heads. But they're not. Like, Jimmy Butler has it. Jimmy Butler has it, that thing that makes lesser talent rise to playing above the level that they should be. They follow Jimmy in Miami. They follow Jimmy's lead. And when he's he's got it going like this, when he's got that attitude, that swagger, they're a very tough team to beat. And you can't go out there and play soft. That's what happened in this game. That's what happened. Got to play strong from the beginning, and you got to keep piling on the points. These guys are zombies. Miami, they're zombies. You got to you got to 
like the walking dead. You got to get them in the brain. You got to make sure they're, they're done. So we'll see how this goes. I really could go either way. I mean, this is a classic Celtics backs against the wall. So probably a win in game three, probably because that's how they go. This is absolute backs against the wall. Game three is an absolute must win. So probably going to win that game. I'm betting they're going to win game four and come back. And at some point, the conversation will start to sound like it's changing. And then we'll be back here at some point in the next two weeks. So I'll be here for you dropping, uh, more podcasts, more videos. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. You can, uh, hop into the YouTube comment section. Plenty of you, uh, Miami heat fans. Hi, I see you. Uh, let's all, let's all have a nice conversation. And I'd love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.